Austin Reeves hits a game winner in overtime to give the Lakers the win against the Dallas Mavericks. They beat the Mavs in Dallas 107-104. What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined with my favorite co-host in the entire world, who is very excited but also slightly exhausted after that uh, pretty up and down <laughs> Laker basketball game. Laker dad, dad, what a game. I mean, this is one of those games that the Lakers could have easily lost, but they really showed a lot of fight out there and got the win in overtime. Definitely one of the more exciting games of the year, Hannah. Um, the Lakers probably should have lost. It looked like they were going to lose, but you know what? They hung in there tight. They got some really, really key shots, some key plays down the stretch, both at the end of regulation and in overtime from a number of different players, and they came away with the win. Yeah, you know, obviously we're going to talk about Austin Reeves, the real MVP here uh, tonight. Played exceptionally well, you know, five for six from the floor, five for six from three point, might I add, for 15 points, two assists, seven rebounds, and also the game-winning three-point shot to give the Lakers the win in overtime. I mean, Dad, you've got to be so happy for this kid. You know he grew up an extremely passionate Laker fan, and just to have that moment to get that game winner his rookie season, you know, not even just about a quarter of the way in through the season. It's just really exciting and a special moment to see. You know, Hannah, a lot of NBA players play their entire career and don't get a game-winning shot uh, at the end of overtime like that one. And here we have Austin Reeves doing it about a quarter of the way in from his rookie season. So, you know, Hannah, he's really starting to stand out. You know, he was looking really good before he had that uh, that injury recently. He missed three weeks, and it was a setback for him. But he came back. It took him a little bit of time to get back in the swing of things. But he looks like he's roaring on all cylinders again. Yeah, you know, and I know a lot of Laker fans really excited about him, as am I. I mean, going into the season, we clearly didn't really have that many expectations from him. I mean, most people wouldn't expect a rookie going into this team, a team that already is, you know, pretty stacked roster, would play much minutes. But, you know, with the injuries of some of our main guys, he's gotten some minutes and he has really made the most of it. And Dad, might I add, he has proved that he deserves to be playing regardless of even if we're fully healthy. Yeah, I think so, Hannah. You know, Wayne Ellington also had some key moments tonight. Now, he didn't play great. He started out poorly, but down the stretch, he made some key three-point shots, and of course, Hannah, I thought the Lakers were done. I thought it was over at the end of regulation, and Wayne Ellington hit a miraculous three-point shot to tie the game and send it into overtime. Wow, Hannah, that was a very exciting moment. Yeah, can we actually talk about the last few minutes of that fourth quarter? Because the Lakers did what they typically do in the fourth, and that's completely collapsed. You know, the whole game, you know, we had the lead in the beginning, then we kind of played off on the the Mavs got the lead, and then we kind of stuck around, stuck around. But anytime we'd come within, you know, two, four points, the Mavs would go on a little bit of a run, stretch the lead. But, you know, we kind of just stuck around. Obviously, Lakers didn't play their best basketball game, um, you know, shooting-wise and scoring wise just overall efficiency wise it wasn't their best game actually had three of probably the worst missed three-point shots I've just seen in my entire life first it started with AD it was a complete uh miss from uh the short corner three then LeBron had an air ball on a three then Wayne Ellington had a horrible three-point shot and I thought 
Those are the worst three-point shots I've ever seen. There's no way the Lakers are going to win. They're doing everything in their power to lose this basketball game. And then Wayne Ellington completely redeems himself and hits that uh, that shot to tie the game and go into overtime. So it was an exceptionally exciting game. Dad, I want to talk about, you know, a couple of players here tonight. Anthony Davis, you know, made his uh, return after, of course, missing a few games with that sore right knee. Not his best performance. Um, eight for 18 from the floor. He did have uh, 12 rebounds, though. Dad, what do you think about AD tonight? I was not impressed with AD tonight, Hannah. Um, and this is becoming a common theme as the season goes on. Uh, very, very poor first half for AD. Did a little bit better in the second half and had some plays down the stretch to his credit. But on the whole, uh, not a good night for AD. And I'm, I'm starting to get a little discouraged with AD, to be honest with you. You know, something I've noticed with Anthony uh, this season that has been very discouraging to me is his three-point shot. Dad, I think he's shooting, going into this game, I think he's shooting like 19% from three. Tonight again was 0 for 3. I mean, that three ball is just absolutely not flying for AD, and it's not even close most of the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was kind of ugly shots tonight, Hannah. I, I thought he had a number of ugly plays uh, again, a very poor first half. Did much better in the second half and certainly was helpful down the stretch. But, you know, again, I'm still trying to figure out where Anthony Davis fits in at this point and how these guys fit together. I did think Russell Westbrook, you know, again, a couple of bonehead moments in the game, which he has every game. But on the whole, I thought he played pretty well tonight. Yeah, you know, Russ, uh, shooting-wise, wasn't the best 8 for 18, although that's not terrible for him. Uh, only 1 for 4 from 3-point range. But 23 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists, so just 1 assist shy of a, a triple-double. But, Dad, do you want to know what I think was the uh, most impressive Russ performance or the most impressive moment for Russ tonight was the fact on that last possession in overtime. You know, he had a pretty good look at a, at a shot, at a three. You know, the old Russ would have taken that in a heartbeat. You know, he would have just taken that shot no matter what, even if he would have had a worse look than that. And it was a pretty good look. But instead, he passed it to Austin Reeves um, and got the assists on that play instead of just shooting, uh, you know, a shot. So that showed a lot of maturity, a lot of growth, and showed that Russ really does is being a very team player, which is, you know, throughout his career, maybe not the most characteristic thing for him to do. Well, Hannah, you mentioned he was one for four from three-point range, and that's true. However, we have to point out that the one that he did hit was at the very end of the game, uh, and it was instrumental at the time. It looked like the Lakers were, you know, falling behind. It was a critical three-point shot that he made. And on that last play you just referred to, you know, he had the ball uh, away from the basket. You know, he, he probably wasn't going to take a three-point shot, but he drove to the basket. And, and, and in normal Russ Westbrook, he would have forced a shot up, you know, in, in the lane. But he saw Austin Reeves was open. He got the ball to Austin Reeves, who knocked down the winning shot. And uh, that was a great play by Russ. That was the assist of the game as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you know, and obviously uh, that just shows that Russ is really here to be, you know, play for the team. And it takes a lot of, you know, trust in Austin Reeves because, again, he is a rookie to give him that last shot. But, you know, I, I love seeing that play. I think that's what this team needs. It needs to give some of our younger guys more confidence and give some of our, you know, role players more confidence to uh, take those shots because we definitely need them. But, you know, Dad, something else I wanted to talk a little bit about tonight is this uh, this COVID thing that's going around. You know, obviously going into this game, the Dallas Mavericks are a really good team. Now, they were playing without Luka Doncic, and they are being hit by COVID as well, so they got a few other players out. But, you know, the Lakers are going into this, of course, without THT, um, and then without Dwight Howard and uh, Malik Monk. Still, of course, without Kendrick Nunn and Ariza, but that's been the whole season. So, 
you know, I think it's looking like right now is the team that's going to go the furthest is the team that can just stay the healthiest in terms of not getting COVID. It just seems crazy. It just seems like everywhere we turn, someone new is getting COVID. Yeah, throughout the league, Hannah, this is becoming a major factor. You know, some of the teams have been hard hit and the Lakers are one of them right now. You know, uh, it was shocking today to lose three more guys to COVID and they could be out for 10 days, Hannah. You know, so, you know, the Lakers have probably five games in that 10-day stretch. So we're going to see how it all plays out. But, you know, a uh, lot, of, lot of strange things and teams have to adjust. There's no other way. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy. You know, now all of a sudden it just seems like a COVID is really, really in full force right now. So hopefully the Lakers guys are able to get back on the court as soon as possible. Because, you know, obviously THT is a pretty big contributor. Uh, you know, Malik Monk, obviously. And then Dwight Howard, you know, Dwight Howard without him. That's why I said I going into this game, I said AD is going to have to play tonight because we can't just play with just DeAndre Jordan as our only big. Yeah, there was no chance there, Hannah. Uh, that's for sure. Unfortunately, AD was able to go. And again, I don't think he played all that well. But having him out there was still instrumental because if they didn't have him, they don't win this game tonight. Yeah, absolutely not. Now, Dad, our, our next game is going to be at Minnesota Timberwolves. The last time we played the Wolves, it was actually back at home. I was at that game. Played good in the first half, and then second half, I think we had one of our worst third quarters, and we lost that game pretty pretty handily. What are going to be some of the keys to the Lakers moving forward and getting this win against the Wolves? Yeah, I mean, Minnesota's had a kind of a curious season, but they've played pretty well on the whole, better than I think a lot of people were expecting them to play. Uh, so, you know, Lakers are going to have to, you know, be really good in order to have a chance to win that game. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns is a great player, and they've got D'Angelo Russell now, and they've got uh, some young guys who are really, really good. So they're they're a pretty good team. You know, and they've won some big games this year, so this is going to be another test for the Lakers. Yeah, definitely another test. You know, the Lakers seem like they are, you know, getting a little bit of a winning streak going. Now, it's nothing crazy. We still have a lot of things that we're working out. We're not playing even close to a perfect 48 minutes of basketball, but we're finding ways to win basketball games, which in the past we weren't doing. So in the past, we wouldn't have won this game. We played kind of a very uh, characteristic game where the Lakers normally, when they would kind of stay around but never be able to get over the hump, just never got over the hump. But tonight they found a way to fight and get that win. So hopefully we are able to continue our winning ways and get the win against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Then, of course, we uh, have the Chicago Bulls. We're going to be playing at Chicago, back home against Phoenix, back home against San Antonio Spurs. So we, uh, we definitely have some challenging games coming up, so we've got to really take care of the Timberwolves this Friday. Yeah, Hannah, uh, I think it's essential for the Lakers to take it one game at a time right now. They have a three-game winning streak. It's a pretty tenuous three-game winning streak. A couple of really bad teams, and Mavericks was a good team tonight, but, you know, I'm, I'm not going crazy because the Lakers didn't play that well. But, you know, you just got to take it game for game, you know, and try to win, you know, as best you can. Do whatever you can. You know, you're going to have to adjust. You may have to do different things in different nights. There may be different people's, you know, stepping up and contributing. But, you know, the Timberwolves are a good team. We're going to have to play really well to beat them. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to need a day break after this last one, though. I mean, man, this was an exciting game. Definitely a game that took probably about five years off my life. But, Laker fam, let me know what you think of uh, Austin Reeves' game winner. Are you happy for him? What is your first word that comes to mind when you saw that game winner? Uh, you can, of course, tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. Or message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. That's going to be it for tonight's show. Once again, the Lakers get an exciting win in Dallas. They beat the Dallas Mavericks 107-104. Until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.